Hey, sports fans, thanks for stopping by. I'm Hosk, and I'm a below-average sports gambler. I'm Jones, and my four-year-old son is better at picking sports outcomes than me. I'm Kudo, and I'm losing to a four-year-old on my NBA picks. Let's get into sports and stuff. What are we talking about? I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Or not. Ball into the wild of it is first up for just a bit outside. You're an announcer with a long stick from time to time. Touch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. Sidney Crosby, the golden goal. It's funny to me, too. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Into Sports and Stuff. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by TeePublic. TeePublic is the current exclusive supplier of Into Sports and Stuff merch. Check out the link in our Twitter. And... Instagram bios. On tonight's episode, we're talking a pair of Game 7s in the NBA. We're talking about the week one of the NFL season. Uh, the wrong kind of 50-run week for the Blue Jays. The stars aligning in Dallas. I go for a repeat at the second major of the golf season. We recap week five of Big Brother. And as always, we're ending the show with our rare stakes. This is Inter Sports and Stuff. All right, boys, we had a pretty interesting week in the world of sports. Um, last week in the NBA, we all predicted Raptors in seven, Raptors in seven, and um, Raptors didn't win in seven. Uh, Celtics win in seven. Raptors fucking sucked. Real, uh, real ugly one. Yeah, they had freaking 18 turnovers. Pretty sure you're never going to win with 18 turnovers. Leading to like 30-something points? Yeah, 33 points or something like that off 18 turnovers. They had like Pascal Siakam. All he needed to be was like average. If he was average, they would have won that series. He was, how do you say, terrible. How do you say not good? Yeah. He didn't show up at all in the bubble. He was terrible. The whole time they were there in the bubble, he was terrible. And the worst part is Kyle Lowry. He fouled out of the game, too. Yeah. yeah, but you can't blame Lowry for that. Like, that just happens. That's basketball. No, but I'm just saying that that, that sucked that he had to fight. Like, he fouled yeah. out. Like, he was, he's was he been their best player the whole time in this bubble, and you lose him because he's fouling out. Yeah, he fouled out because he was playing hard, though. Wanted to win. So you got to gotta give him credit for that. Um, Grinding it out. I, like I, I don't know win. if there was something that Nick Nurse could have done. Maybe go with a smaller lineup earlier or something. Maybe see if some other guys were going to get going instead of sticking with, like, as much as you want to have Siakam in there because he's going to be your guy. If he's not playing well, like, maybe throw someone else in there, see if they can get going and see if they can score some points and help turn the game around. But Yeah, I thought yeah. Matt Thomas played pretty well in the small uh, sample he was in there. Um, and I also felt that they had kind of a missed opportunity when, you know, they didn't go to Norm, How- Norm Powell at all when uh, – and he's been kind of their their playoff spark plug, you know. So yeah. So, anyways, that sucks. But on to more positive news in the world of basketball. Uh, how about those Nuggets, Emmett? I think they're called Emmett's Nuggets. Emmett, how yeah. about those Nuggies? Yeah. Emmett's Nuggets. Um, <laughs> he loves those Nuggets. You got to give him credit, man. Down three one, not once but twice. Come back both times to uh, to win in game sevens. Uh, Jamal Murray is. Canadian, Canadian boy from boy. Kitchener, I heard. Yeah. 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 Kitchener, so, Ontario. Uh, right down the was, highway. He put them on their back, and uh, him and Nicole Jokic, he had a triple double last night. Um, 
both those guys are just kind of carrying the team, but it's a real, it's a real team effort for, with that team. I think they're more of a, you know, if you got your shot, just take it. Do you see the pass that yeah. they had? The one with 16 seconds left? Like yeah. Behind, over his head? Yeah, like over his head, just like, here you go. And Jamal took it and like yeah. took it into the hoop. And then when when they're ridiculous. up 20 points with like 15 seconds left, you make a reverse no-look pass and <laughs> just rub it just, salt in the wounds. Just really throw the dagger, <laughs> you know. That's like a Kawhi who? Yeah, you see all yeah. the excuses there. Like, oh, we had uh, championship expectations, but we didn't have a championship team. Well... Yeah, no shit. Yeah, and how are they going to build a championship team? Do you see, like, look at all the stuff they gave away to get Paul George. He didn't even, like, yeah, I don't even know if he played in Game 7. Like, you didn't even see him on the court. Or you didn't, you did see him because he was just kept missing shots all over the place. Like, him and Ka- Kawhi, I think, combined for, like, 20 points or something like that. Like, they were garbage. Yeah, they, they got to figure it out with the guys that they have because they, they can't add. Like, it's just no. impossible at they this gave, point. Didn't they give away five first-round picks or something like that to get Paul George and then plus, a couple plus rookies? The, yeah, plus like first-round yeah. picks from like the years before. So like, yeah, there's the cupboard is bare. They need to find some Norm Powells in the second round of the draft in the coming years here if they, uh, you know, if they want to get a youth movement. I don't even. Do they even have like money to to spend? No. In free agency, like I think they're like maxed out. I would think they're pretty close to maxed out. It's kind of money in, money out in the NBA. So I don't yeah. know what the status of like Lou Williams is, uh, what his contract looks like. Um, yeah, some of those guys may be coming off the books, but yeah, it's gonna be they're gonna be looking for guys on like veteran league minimum contracts. Yeah, yeah, be, uh, be interesting to see what happens. I- would have been interesting to see what would have happened with the Raptors if Kawhi stayed. Like a lot of people are saying, you know, maybe they win a championship if he stays. But same thing, you never know, right? Yeah. They're yeah. You perform like he did, you're not going to win. That's just the way it is. For sure. No. Uh, any other Definitely basketball not. news from the last week you guys want to chat about before we make our conference final picks? Uh, the Raptors signed Nick Nurse to a contract extension. Um, I think he was going into a contract year and they signed him to I want to say like another five year extension maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't see the the numbers, but you know, well deserved. He's coach of the year. Yeah, it just says multi year extension. Yeah. Saw something that today that LeBron made his sixteenth NBA first team all star team or something like that. First team all first or all NBA team. Uh for the sixteenth time, which I think is pretty crazy. He's probably only been in the league seventeen years. Oh probably. I think a Raptor made the second team. Yes, yeah, Yakim makes all NBA second team. Must have been first play before the bubble. Yeah, those stats still count. Yeah, the before bubble stats they do count. Other than that, I don't know if there's too much uh, too much real news going on in the NBA. They're getting ready for the conference finals. Should be a couple good series, I think. For sure. Um. Speaking of conference finals, what's uh, what's Emmett got for us? He's leading the way. I think he's clinched the playoff pool. Um, his record is uh, he's only got two losses. I don't know how many wins he's got. He's only got two losses, but ten wins, two losses through two rounds. Yeah, ten wins. Yeah. Well, uh, I think Emmett's going to ride the Nuggets because he also he took the Nuggets in the West, and he's also been big on the Heat, so he's taking the Heat. Yeah, kudo. 
How does it feel to lose to a four-year-old? Fucking sucks. <laughs> Can't believe it. You might as well make your picks now, even though they don't matter. Yeah, that's true. Well, like Emmett, I'm going to go with the Heat, but then I'm going to go with the Lakers. Sounds not good. Bad, and uh, for me, losing to a four-year-old is better than losing to a three-year-old. So um, I've got that going for me. <laughs> well, we should have got Tenley to make some picks. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah. Um, but in the in the final in the conference finals, I'm going to take the Celtics, and I'm going to take the Nuggets because I hate LeBron. That's why. Uh, that's why I was glad Emmett took the Nuggets over the uh, Clippers because I hate Kawhi. And that's talking basketball. Um, yeah. So NFL was back week one in the books. Uh, very interesting week. A lot of call them upsets. Um, guess we didn't really know what to expect from a lot of teams going into week one. So very uh, interesting to see the performances we did. Uh, what are your guys' main takeaways from week one in the NFL? No lead is safe. That's what I'm taking away. Yeah, who were the big I, Bears the, had a big comeback on the Lions. Bears had Bear has had a four fourth quarter comeback on the, the Lions. I think they were at one point down seventeen points. The football team in Washington uh, had a big comeback on the Eagles. Yeah. I hope they just stay as the yeah, football team. They were the down football 17. team is the best name. The Washington football team. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's kind and, of funny. And when you though. look on everything, it's just like the football team. It doesn't even say yeah. Washington. It says the football team. Like I was, this, They should just get good. a big football on their helmet. The logo is just a big just W. The logo is a football on yeah. their helmet. Maybe Ralph exactly. White on the football or something. <laughs> there you go. That'd be even better. Um, did you see that uh, Dwayne Haskin gave the halftime prep talk? Because... Uh, what Ron Rivera was in the uh, locker room getting an IV because he's battling yeah, cancer. So he started chemo last yeah. week, I guess. He had a, uh, a yeah. pre-planned IV um, set to to do at halftime there. So he did that. Yeah, I guess yeah. Haskins stepped up and gave the uh, the halftime address. Really motivated the troops, I guess. Yeah, it seemed like it. They played pretty well in the second half. Yeah. They were down, what, 17 nothing at the break? Uh, no, I think they I think they were down 17-7 cuz they scored right before the break but still came back and I think they won 27-17 or something like that. Yeah, I think they shot them out in the second half. Yeah. What else did you guys like about the first week of the NFL? Um, I was surprised a little bit with uh, the Panthers. I thought they played a lot better than I was expecting them to play. Um, you know, it seems they're, you know, not going to be mailing it in this season they gave the Raiders a, a good run there uh Robbie Anderson looks like he's gonna fit in nicely with that offense where he can get loose downfield because everybody's worried about uh Christian McCaffrey in short uh so I think he's gonna be a nice uh nice piece for them um I thought the New England playbook um where they just uh decided to script the QB run on every play was a uh, interesting wrinkle in the, the new Belichick regime there. <laughs> uh, I don't think he knows what that is, a QB yeah, I mean, run. Yeah, McDaniels had to, you know, blow some uh blow some dust off that play um to Yeah. yeah they must have run it once or twice when they had Jacoby Brissett or something and figure, "Oh, we'll we'll, we'll use this one again." But it seemed it seemed like that's all they did was run the ball down uh down Miami's throat there. Yeah. So a uh, couple other interesting facts. Did you guys hear that Tom Brady, he threw two interceptions against the Saints, and he's on pace for 32 interceptions this year. 
And oh. the man he replaced, Jameis Winston, threw 33 interceptions last year. So uh, things are looking up in Tampa in Tampa Bay. One yeah. less interception might lead to maybe one more win. The, maybe it's the guys running the routes and not the guy throwing the ball. You know. Well, you never know, it seemed right? Like on the first one, it seemed like uh, they weren't on the same page. Arians seemed to think it was a Brady mistake, yeah. but you know, from what I was looking, the guy sat down in heavy traffic when he could have kept going into open field, which is where Brady threw the ball, thinking that oh, he's not going to sit down in heavy coverage. It's probably an option route. He took the wrong option. Yeah, exactly. And then did you see Robbie Anderson? It's Robbie yeah. Anderson for Carolina, right? He didn't know what the mascot <laughs> was. He thought it was a bear. He's like, what's the bear doing in the stadiums? They're trying to explain to him that he was they're, a panther. They're calling it, uh, they're <laughs> like, that's Sir Purr, Sir Purr. And he's like, what's Sir Purr? Sir Purr was, yeah. oh, oh, Sir Purr. I got it. Yeah. yeah. I did see that. He, he had a pretty good mic'd up uh, session this yeah. week. Um, I got to give a shout out to yeah. my father-in-law for watching uh, Fox News on Sunday morning. Uh, so he's watching Fox News Detroit Sunday morning, and uh, they happened to preview the Bears and Lions and let me know that uh, Mitch Trubisky has historically ripped the Lions apart. So I, I promptly inserted oh, Mitch nice. Trubisky into my fantasy lineup, and he did go off down the stretch after I was really upset after the first three quarters, but... I'm sure you were. Cur- I'm sure you were cursing his name. I still lost my matchup quarters. by two points. So if he had done something in those first three quarters, I probably would have won my matchup. But you know, whatever. There you go. Couple big injuries this this yeah, week. A lot of injuries this week. Um, Michael Michael Thomas, high ankle sprain. He's out for a while. Richard Sherman. We got uh, wait. Richard Sherman's on a three week IR. Yep. Uh, Cowboys lost a couple guys. Jarwin. Jarwin and uh, Sean Vanderish. Lee too. Uh, collarbone. Sean Sean Lee was out before he had hernia surgery, so he's should be back in October at some point. But the uh, Cowboys got ripped off. I think. Stupid Jalen Ramsey selling a pass interference. Yeah, I thought that was like, a tough uh, a tough call. call. Um, I did win my survivor pick on an offensive pass interference call, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rub too hard on that. Uh, but I will um, say, you know, the Bengals suck, and that's why they lost uh, Jesse and Jason. So you know, suck on that one. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that the uh, the Cowboys did get fucked on that call. They were hand fighting. Ramsey looked like he he sold it pretty well, and that's why it was called. But you know, I, I you know. Even in slow motion, yeah. you don't even see a push and off. Then, it's like I can't, a, a push on the shoulder. And No. I can't stand that guy, Jalen Ramsey. Every time he celebrates like he's won the Super Bowl. Like, every time. Like, they they win the game and he's celebrating like they won the Super is Bowl. That, is that because you only watch and him when he's beating the Cowboys? They're talking about like you never... No, I watch him all the time. He sucks. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't stand him. They were the Cowboys were throwing at him every chance they got. Basically, every time like Amari Cooper was on him, they were throwing the ball at him. It wasn't like Amari Cooper had like eleven receptions or something like that. So to say that he's shutting everyone down, I don't know. He caught the ball eleven times, so I don't know. I don't think he's as good as he. Well, he got he paid last week, anyways. so somebody thinks he's pretty good. Yeah, I know. A few a few other guys got paid over the weekend. Oh, the Rams. Uh, Cooper Cup three-year deal, I think, something like 40-something million. 
Dalvin Cook, five years, $63 million. Alvin Kamara, five years, $72 million, I want to say. Um, so just more money continuing to get handed out, which you know, good for those guys. Um, any, any other? Um, when am I going to get paid? I'm, I'm deserving of a six pack, I believe from our, uh, I'm drinking it right now. I told you to come to Newfoundland, but you, uh, how am I supposed to come to Newfoundland right now? That's on me. I bought the six pack. I'm just here. It was going to go to waste. So I'm drinking it. You know, that's bullshit. You should have stipulated, you should have stipulated how it to me. I agree. Should have told him that he had to hand deliver it. Yeah. What? That's bullshit. You can't just change the I'm, rules now. I'm not changing shit. nothing. I here. want my six pack. Yo, you still owe me a six pack. I don't give a shit if you're drinking it today or not. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. But I'm still drinking my six pack from you. You owe me one. I beat you fair and square. So should we go over the survivor pool or what? I believe so. I'm just trying to think if we missed anything, and I'm sure we missed. Stephen Goskowski had a had a heck of a game. Oh yeah. Missed three field goals and an extra point, then hit the game winning field goal for the Titans. Yeah, he screwed me on my rare stakes there. Jackass. Well, you deserved it. Fuck you. Um, yeah, so Survivor Pool claimed a few victims. We had uh, eight people to start the Survivor Pool. Um, we're down to five after week one. Um, the Colts, who uh, lost to the Jags, uh, claimed both uh, Matty C. and Johnny Hot Wheels. And the 49ers claimed Jay Zill. Um, so, uh, RIP, IP to those guys. Can we go over our week two picks? Like, yeah, let's, let's give them out. Let's, let's not change the, let's not buck the trend here. You know, we'll give the advantage to the listeners. If they, uh, they want to ride with us or ride against us, that's uh, up to them. They're probably better off riding against us. I don't know about that. I've been doing pretty well. well. As you heard off the top, I am a below average, uh, uh, sports gambler, so... (laughs) Well, then, uh, who are you going with? I'm taking the Green Bay Packers. Oh, fuck. Fuck! I'm changing my <laughs> pick right now. Shit! Did we all pick the Packers? I picked the Packers, but I'm changing it right now. I picked I, the Packers, if, too, and I'm not changing if Ke- mine. If Kev took the in. Packers, I gotta, I gotta change it. Screw I, I want to go, go first on all my picks from now on. It's the ultimate uh, mind fuck for you guys. I'm okay. not changing mine. Mine's already locked in. I already put into it before you did, so... How do you know you put it in before I did? Because once I put mine in, it only said Jones had a pick and me had to pick. So before. technically, I was the first one with the pick in, but I'll change mine. Yeah, but we didn't agree, we didn't talk about it beforehand. Nope. So they're already locked in. So I'm, mine's well, locked in. I'm not changing it. I'm in a different time zone, so technically mine was probably in. No, yours is late. All right. Well, now that we know Kudo went with the Packers, I yeah, have changed. Are you changing my, it to now? I changed my pick to the 49ers over the Jets. Ooh. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, let's I know go you guys Jets. are you guys are high on Dane's Lions, you know. Maybe they're gonna maybe they're gonna go into a fourth quarter with a lead and hold the lead, but no, I what, I, what I'm most scared no. about is them going into the fourth quarter behind, but within striking distance. That's yeah. that's their forte. True. You know, yeah. that comeback Stafford, he's not used to playing with a lead. He didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> I think I think they showed a stat that they were uh one in six last year when going into the fourth quarter with a lead and to start the year now they're zero and one. So Dane, if you're listening, your lines suck. They do suck. Hi Dane. <laughs> Who's your team, Kudo? I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh, you guys make me sick. 
I was born and raised a Cowboys fan. What do you want? Welcome to the club. You guys make me sick. How about them boys? How about them boys? How'd they do last week? We don't want to talk about it. We already yeah. did talk about it. Came up short. Don't want to talk about it. I don't think we ever uh, revealed the result. What happened? We said they lost on a brutal call. That's all I'm saying. They got robbed on a brutal call. It must be tough to be so vain. Yeah, it is. So could we stick with the Packers? Yeah, I'm not changing my pick. I had it locked in. That's All it. right. Well, we we'll, we'll ride, we ride together. We die together. Let's go. Podcasters for life. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, moving off some of the terrible stories in the MLB, I want to talk about some terrible stories in the MLB. Did I just say MLB twice there? I think so. You, yeah, you sure did. did. You yeah. sure did. <laughs> you pulled a kudo. So, um, how's that a kudo? Anyways, MLB terrible stories. So. The Toronto Blue Jays, who are now out of second place in the East, they're um, three and a half games up on the final wild card, who is being pursued by the Seattle Mariners, who are not Ooh, dead Kev. yet. Um, there you go, Kev. But the Mariners... Although I hope they are dead because I need the Blue Jays. Yeah, so, well, you don't need these Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have given up now over 50 runs in their last five games. Um, they had an 18-run loss, 18-1 to against the Mets on Friday, I think. 20-6 uh, to last night against the Yankees. And then they somehow had two wins in the other game. So like, it just doesn't make any sense what they're doing. But they're getting blown out again tonight. They've given up another 10 runs tonight. 11 11. runs tonight. No, they're more at 11. It's like 13 it, who now. Who cares? They suck right now. They need to figure that out. Um, well, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, the, their defense has been, been pretty uh, pretty shoddy behind the pitching that's been shot. Like, tonight was terrible. Tanner, Tanner Roar can't keep the ball in the yard. He's going to complain about facing the order a third time around, but, he, you know, he's given up jacks left, right, and center. So, I don't know how he can make an argument tonight. Um, but The first, first batter hit a jack. Second that pitch of the game, right. home run. So. Yeah, it's currently thirteen to one for the Yankees over the Blue Jays right now, as we as we record. So what you're saying is I should bet on a comeback. Uh, I don't know. It's it's the middle of the eighth inning. We're bottom of the eighth now. Oh, uh, maybe not. So there's no comeback happening for the Jays. Sorry. They were uh, and they were doing so well last week. We had we were crowning them, and now look what happened. They are who we thought they were. I think we jinxed them. <laughs> you want to crown them? You crown them. Where's Benson when we need him? He's got he knows all those one liners. Um so Jones, I know you wanted to talk about a particular blue jay and uh a stellar feat that he had. Yeah, I wanna I wanna talk about, you know, Derek Fisher. Couple routine fly balls. I think the first one was in the the second inning. Two outs and fly ball hit to him in right field and he just dropped it, just missed it. And that led to a seven run inning for the Yankees. Now I know you can't blame it on one little error. Like even the pitcher said, he's like, my defense made a mistake and I got to pitch out of it. But, uh, you know, it's kind of deflating when probably for the pitcher, when you see that fly ball go into right field and be like, Oh yeah, I'm out of this one. Kind of let your, let your guard down a bit. And, uh, next thing you know, the ball is laying on the ground and you got to try and refocus and get back into the game. And then he dropped another one in the, I don't know what inning it was. I turned it off by that point. I thought it was the same inning. Was it the same inning? I thought it was the same inning. I don't know. I could be wrong, but... I was flipping back and forth between too many sports. I thought it was later on in the inning. You could be right. I was flipping between too many sports. 
yeah. And the second one that wasn't really a routine. I think he kind of had to run for it and reach out. But it's one of those where you should have it. Yeah. But and then at the same this time, is that like, same guy yeah. like when he first came else. to the Jays. Yeah. When he first came to the Jays, he uh, had a fly ball hit to him. I think he was playing center field at that point and uh, traded from the Astros to the Jays. He was playing center field and got a fly ball hit to him, and he missed it, and it got him right in the eye, the eye and gave him a nice shiner. So I think he had to go on the DL for a little bit for, for uh, with a shiner, basically, <laughs> yeah, for missing he, a fly ball. I think he broke so his orbital or I something. Don't think, I don't think yeah, he can he, track the fly ball. He's struggling, but, uh, you know, I the Jays, uh, the Jays picked themselves up today. Matt Shoemaker beaned him in a simulated game, and now Derek Fisher's on the IR. So, um, <laughs> you, do you think that was on purpose? You, you, <laughs> you missed a couple fly balls, bud. So I gotta hit you. Yeah, maybe it came from the pitching coach. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Teach him a lesson. Catch those balls did next he, time. Did you're he out charge there. the mound? No, I don't think so. I think he probably went straight oh, to the okay. nurse's office. No. <laughs> he, he probably took his punishment and walked off the field. Uh, so MLB announced what we had already put on the table there with the postseason bubble. Uh, Kudo, you got the details for us? Yeah, so they're going to a neutral site for the postseason. The NL is to play in Arlington and in Houston, Texas. And the AL is to play in San Diego and Los Angeles, California. And then the postseason is supposed to be beginning uh, on Tuesday, September 29th. And they're going to start with the AL wildcard series. And then they have planned that the World Series is going to be played at uh, the Texas Rangers ballpark in Arlington, Texas. It's a brand new ballpark. It's supposed to be real nice. Do you think they'll have fans? Uh, I doubt that. No? No. I... Hmm. They're, they're doing the whole bubble thing, that I think, to keep the team from getting COVID and making sure that the playoffs end up happening and someone has crowned the World Series champion. I, th- I think they're yeah, uh, I allowed so. to bring family as well, uh, but family have to quarantine uh, in the hotel for seven days. So, you know, some of the guys are like, oh, I don't know. Like I heard, um, I was watching a bit of the Rays broadcast today and uh, Kevin Kiermaier was saying, well, he's got, a, he's got like a two-year-old son or something like that. So he's like, can you imagine my wife and this two-year-old in a hotel room for seven days or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> can't can't leave can't yeah. go anywhere like, yeah my my aunt and uncle actually just came up from chicago um because they haven't been up since maybe christmas i think i don't know when the last time they were up here and they've got a quarantine with their two kids they've been in quarantine now for i want to say 11 or 12 days and i was talking to my uncle today he's like the first thing he's doing as soon as he gets out of quarantine is going to a bar and drinking lots <laughs> Are of they beer. quarantine at your nona's no, they're quarantined at my aunt's house, and my aunt went to stay with my cousin. So they have the whole house to themselves, but they just they can't leave. They're yeah, that's true. stuck inside a house for yeah. 14 days. So Yeah, that's tough. Uh, anything else in, uh, in the MLB, or should we stop my rambling on the MLB and get into something else? Well, we can go about my oh, fun fact. Let's hear it. Ooh, We almost missed a fun fact. Yeah, I got a fun fact. Oh, I'm going wait. back with some uh, old school pictures here for my fun fact. Kudo. Fun facts. So did you guys know that Roger Clemens won seven Cy Young awards and never threw a no-hitter? But then Nolan Ryan, he threw seven no-hitters, but he never won a Cy Young award. Mm. I found that very interesting, and that is my fun fact. 
Very interesting. Kev looks like he's pondering I'm over just, there. I'm just taking in the brilliance of that uh, fun fact this week. I figured Nolan Ryan would have like a Cy Young award considering he threw so many no-hitters, but he never won one. Didn't he throw like, I don't know, lots of innings too every year? Like, Oh, he was a beast. Yeah. I think he got knocked. I think he got. I think he got knocked. Just a hard throwing pitcher. He was either hit or miss kind of guy. Well, he has a, a season, a single season record. He uh, went twenty one and sixteen with a two point eight seven ERA and three hundred and eighty three strikeouts. Twenty one and sixteen. That's a lot of pitching. Like and that's a that, lot. Of that games. was in nineteen seventy three. Different era for sure. He must have pitched every like third day or something like that. And apparently that was the closest he's come to uh, getting the uh, Cy Young Award. Huh. So when you saw your uh, fun fact, did you do a little Nolan Ryan research or what, Kudo? Yeah, I did a little Nolan Ryan research and I did a little Rocket research. I just remember Nolan Ryan from uh, RBI Baseball and he was on the the American League team and he just fucking threw gas on those little pudgy guys and they just original Nintendo. A lot, a lot of our younger listeners won't know what that is, uh, but uh, look it up. Oh yes, RBI Baseball. I had that game as well. We'll show you a Nintendo. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get it going on our Twitch stream. I I was playing uh, Ken Griffey baseball the other day with Emmett. He just holds the controller and pretends like he's playing, and I play Ken Griffey. Good, nice. That's good parenting. What system are you playing that on? Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Great parenting, I think. Keeps them occupied, keeps them quiet. He's not making a mess. Yeah, more you gotta get every time. You right? gotta get them on that uh, on those video games. He beats me every time. He probably every beats Chell. Gotta play a little Chell. Speaking of Chell, um, the Dallas Stars recently advanced to the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, um, defeating the Las Vegas Golden Knights in five games, six games, five games in the Western five Conference Finals. Five games. The they await the winner of the Islanders Lightning series, which is going to a sixth game tomorrow night, Thursday, September seventeenth. Um, yep. Any takeaways from the the week in the NHL? Kudo, before we get into takeaways, in your best Russian voice, can you say we're not going home? We're not going home. For all you listeners, uh, if you want to check out Anton Kudobin, 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 that's how you pronounce it, actually. Kudobin. Um, he has a great little uh, post-game speech, and uh, I got a good kick out of it anyways. Oh, I love it. I keep playing it over and over. Yeah. We're not going home! My takeaway is just actually how well he's played. He's well, I was a backup this year to Ben Bishop, and Bishop got hurt, and then he also wasn't playing very well in the playoffs, and he just come in and... Add a little spark to that team, and uh, that team's just playing well. And you can't say enough for uh, the veteran leadership they added this year, too, and Pavelski and Perry. Especially Perry. Everyone hates Corey Perry, but even Matt Kermasco hates Corey Perry. But uh, We have a good story with that. I gave Corey Perry a high five once. There you go. It was actually at uh, Kermasco's bachelor party. <laughs> it's not so much a good story as it was yeah. a drunken that- story. But that's one for another yeah. day. Um yeah, we won't get into that. Yeah, I think the Stars have done a great job. Um, Hudobin was the starter or the tandem with uh, with Bishop most of the year. I think he'd taken the uh, the starting job from him by uh, by halfway. It was kind of 
playing more games. But yeah, definitely, I'm I'm on the stars. I'm all in. I think uh, I'm all in. They they're gonna win the Stanley Cup. You heard it here first. Uh, I, I if Tampa Bay makes it through, I don't know if they're gonna shut down the Lightning. That's just my thought. They've the Lightning have been there, reached the conference finals. I think four of the last six years or something like that. And uh, I just think they're due, kind of like the uh, the Washington Capitals a couple years ago, where we got to see Ovechkin party everywhere, swimming in pools and fountains and whatever else you're gonna you get could to find. See that well, that, that's uh, one story to circle back to in baseball. Um, they announced they're going to be banning alcohol from the dressing rooms um, for when they clinch and celebrate uh, wins so that they're not spreading, spraying their COVID all over the, the dressing rooms. They're not going to be having their alcohol celebrations. So that's a that's a baseball story. That's not fair. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the uh, with the Stanley Cup, whether they're going to allow teams to drink out of it. Uh, I guess uh, I guess the Stanley Cup's in quarantine. They're definitely so going to allow them to drink out of it. Yeah, I, I don't see why they won't. Like you can wipe it down afterwards. No, but like they're all in a bubble. They all get tested every day. Like why why aren't they gonna let people party? Like yeah. they're not. You're not gonna stop a bunch of hockey players from not drinking beers after they want to sell a cup. They're drinking beers or drinking whatever they drink. Yeah. Do they they're open the gates to all the puck bunnies that are, are have been waiting to um, break into the bubble? Or uh... oh, I think once they leave the bubble, they're gonna go on a rampage. Didn't uh didn't the uh, Vancouver Canucks try and sneak in a, a stripper for uh, Thatcher Demko after what? he won his first game? I think I read that somewhere that they tried to sneak someone into the bubble after he won his first playoff game and uh, they ended up getting fined or something like that. What's your source on there? Uh, Twitter, obviously. Always reliable. Oh, yeah. Very reliable Don't worry Twitter. About checking your sources, it's it's legit. If it was on there, you can't lie on Twitter. That's one of the rules of Twitter. That, there's no way. It's just like Wikipedia. You can't lie on Wikipedia. Truth. Well, it's a good thing they weren't in Toronto for the bubble, because uh, the strip clubs in Toronto are not doing so well with the COVID. <laughs> they are not doing well with COVID. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to avoid on my uh, my trip to Montreal next week. I guess. Oh, you're in Montreal next week. Oh, right? Yeah, I'm boy. just a, a globe traveler right now. Or, I'm, staying, I'm staying away from you, man. Yeah. Montreal's not a good area to go to during this time right now. I think they're high in cases. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's be honest here. He's going to go from the hotel to wherever he's got to go and back to the yeah, hotel. Yeah, my life's very exciting on the road. I go from the hotel to the job site, back to the hotel. It's a, it's a very invigorating life. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, what would you guys think of Jordan Eberle scoring the game winner? Like the right guy, I guess, to get the puck in that situation or what? He's, he's got that he clutch gene. Yeah. Yeah, and he hasn't been doing much lately either. Like, he no. needed that goal, I think. It kind of were... brought back shades of when he scored for Team Canada in the juniors. Yeah. Didn't... I, 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 I got excited when he scored for him. Didn't the Islanders have, like, something like six shots in the two overtime periods or something like that? Like, they were... Well, apparently old. after the first overtime, I think both teams had, like, four shots each. Yeah. It was even like a though the overtime. even though the lightning had that power play to start. Yeah, it was like a boring overtime the first one. Yeah, I think I fell asleep right at the end of the first overtime. Didn't catch the the second overtime. Oh, I caught it. I couldn't fall asleep. No, oh. must be nice. Oh yeah. All right. Any other uh, NHL takeaways? Uh, not yet. There'll be, I think they'll, the NHL is going to heat up with some trades and stuff very shortly once the. Uh, 
Maybe even next week once the finals yeah, start. Small trade. Well, we had a trade today. Oh yeah, but like I mean, like big trades. Well, I, I think it's some, it's, it's kind of big, big in a way. A big veteran got traded. Eric Stahl. Eric Stahl went to Buffalo for Marcus Johansson. Straight up player for player pick or a trade. It's probably a salary cap well, thing. Uh, their contracts are similar. It's like a, they give it's a million dollar difference uh, going Buffalo's ways. Buffalo saves a million bucks. Um, which doesn't yeah, wouldn't surprise player. me if the uh, Pagulas are going to cut salary this season. They might be one of those teams that's uh, that's looking to uh, play at a lower cap this year or lower salary um, team base, anyways. So. Yeah, and I think the Wild are trying to get younger as well, even though they didn't get much younger with Johansson, but he is like a few years younger than Eric Stahl. All right. Um, so big event this weekend is the U.S. Open of Golf. Um, U.S. Open of Tennis finished last week. Um, Naomi Osaka won the women's, and I don't even know who won the men's. First time, TM, Dominic yeah, they got Keem, to eliminate I think. the one Canadian. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I heard first time somebody's ever won the U.S. Open wearing fuchsia shorts. That's that's Hosk's, Hosk's fun oh, fact. Interesting. <laughs> very very interesting, Hosk. Um, but yeah, we got nice. the U.S. Open of golf this week. Um, they're playing at Winged Foot. Um, famous course where Phil Mickelson previously had a blow up on the 72nd hole, um, uh, to cost himself what would have been his first major, I believe. Um, I don't know if it was PGA championship or us open, but, um, it was not good for Phil. Got that, uh, classic quote from that tournament where he's, uh, basically says, I'm, I'm such an idiot. That's, that was his, his quote. Um, Let's uh, throw it over to our uh, resident golf correspondent, Piggy Jones, to take us through the marquee groups for the weekend. All right. So um, just a couple other things to add before I go through some of the pair or groups. Uh, last time the U.S. Open was played at winged foot, uh, the winning score was actually plus five. So uh, look for some high scores. Um, the rough length at the u.s open is typically much longer than um other tournaments which creates a higher scoring i saw a video this week where a guy was walking down the fairway and all you could see was like a top of a what looked to be a pop can and when the guy bent over and pulled up the can it was actually one of those like arizona iced tea cans so you can imagine how deep the rough is uh i think the marshals are gonna have a hard time finding the balls you hit it off the fairway uh the um they're not gonna have the crowds there stomping down the the rough in certain areas like they normally do so that'll make for you know hitting the fairway being a key thing this week um also dustin johnson's got to be the hottest player in the pga right now he in his last four starts he's either won or finished second so uh, look out for Dustin Johnson this week. Some of the marquee groups, we've got uh, Colin Markawa, Justin Thomas, and Tiger Woods all playing. What was that, what was that name? What was that name? Morikawa. No, what was his first Colin. name? Colin. Uh, was that Kara Is that what you said? <laughs> I might have been. I don't know. I was, I was going pretty quick there. Yes. We'll have, to, we'll have to let Pat figure that out, what I said. 
Um, then we got Rory McIlroy, Adam Scott, and Justin Rose Sorry. playing together. Sorry, I wasn't listening when you fit. Who's Mark Harab? What, what, what's he playing with? Justin Thomas and Tiger Woods. And then we got Rory, Adam Scott, and Justin Rose. We have Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, and Tony Finau. That's the long hitters group. And uh, then we got Phil Sexicav Mickelson playing with uh, Paul Casey and John Rahm. Uh, there's also an all-Canadian group, I think, with Corey Connors, Adam Hadwin, and... Yeah, Mackenzie Hughes. Mackenzie Hughes, yeah. So those are some of the marquee groups to look for in the first two rounds anyways. Um, should be an interesting tournament. Hitting the fairways are going to be key. The greens are going to be slick. And uh, should make for some interesting golf. You get to see golfers be like us. Hacks. What are your guys' project predictions for uh, lowest for the the winning score? What do you think the winning total is going to be this weekend? Uh, I'm going to go with plus two. I think really? it's going to be above par. Yeah. I don't know. Now, now I'm, Udo, you look. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Now. Well, what, what were you going to say? Just just stick with your gut. Minus five. There you go. What about you, Kev? I'm thinking minus three. No. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't think it's going to be above, but maybe like even minus one could be in play. But I'm going to say minus three. I think, you know, somebody might go low Sunday to, you know, early group Sunday. Hopefully one of the guys you picked. Well, obviously it's going to be a three-way tie with these three guys. Oh, here we go. Just like you did in the PGA Championship, right? I don't know what you're talking about. I, I My yeah. guys went very well in that. that yeah, sure. Oh, okay. They all made the cut. So, yeah, that's that's good. I think we all had guys, all our yeah. guys make the cut. So, yeah, I think there's only one of us that picked the winner. But hey, and what was that? What was gonna... that winner's name again? <laughs> I forget. Hey, you could say it too, eh? Fuck you. You don't have to just give him yeah. the finger. You can say "fuck you." We're a grown-up we podcast here. There we go. I hope Pat put the explicit on our podcast. Okay, so vulgar language. So Jones, you're the reigning champ. Why don't you give us your picks first? All right. Um, so my picks for the U.S. Open are Webb Simpson. He's uh, 18th in fairways hit, so I think hitting the fairway is going to be uh, key this year, this week. I can't stay away from Dustin Johnson. Dusty. Uh, how can you? Hot, hottest player in the world right now. And uh, I'm going to go with Tony Finau. He's always, he always seems to be around in the, uh, the majors, but hasn't won yet. And uh, I think I'm going to think he's going to pull one out for me this week. Uh, who you got, Kudo? Well, I'm going with Justin Thomas. I'm going with the Canadian boy, Mackenzie Hughes. And I'm going with Adam Scott. Those are my three picks. Adam Scott. I feel pretty good about it. I'm glad. And you, Kev? I'm on the kids this weekend. I think um, we're going to see a generation change in the game of golf starting this weekend. Uh, I'm going with Joaquin Neiman, Abraham Anser, and Victor Hovland. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Jinx by me, Coke. Thought we were an adult podcast. Can't buy him a beer. Yeah, that wasn't the exactly. saying buy me a coke. Well, he told me to buy him a coke, so I'll buy Isn't him. Isn't that a the coke. saying though? Buy me a coke. 
I think you can say buy me okay, whatever. Buy me a six pack, just like Oscar owes me one. No, you already said Coke, bud. Okay, fine. I'll take a Coca-Cola. Sorry Coca -Cola. about your luck. Frosty Coca-Cola or just warm? On the rocks. Maybe throw oh, a little okay. Jack Daniels in there. Make it a party. I like it. I like it. All right, well, let's see what happens in the U.S. Open. Um, one place that there's been a lot happening recently is the Big Brother house. Drama! Um, lots of drama in the last week. Um, Kudo, you want to give us your thoughts? Tell us what's been happening. Take us through the, the Big Brother experience. Well, I kind of feel bad for Christmas on her uh, HOH time there. I'll explain. Well... She had a discussion with Bailey, and she asked, oh, Bailey was asking her if she had any untouchables. And Christmas, being the smart player she was, she goes, well, how about you go first? So Bailey did and told her that Davon was her untouchable. So obviously Christmas took that in. And when she became head of household, she put up Davon and Bailey. And they all got mad at her for it, even though it's a game play. And Bailey was trying to argue that it was a personal play. But when it comes to Big Brother... It's game. It's never personal. And sometimes you got to use that. Only thing personal, only thing personal in Big Brother is when you're talking about your kids. Like any any other information about the game is never personal. It's you take that in and you use it however you can. That's right. And I think it was a smart. It is a move. smart move. Um, like it, if we were playing and Kudo, you told me that you were taking Haas to the final two, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm going to nominate both of you guys and uh, see what happens. What are you talking about? We're going right. to the final three, the three of us. Oh, there we go. I think we should apply for Big Brother Canada. Oh, you know, they'd be hilarious. <laughs> they wouldn't let all three of us in there. Are you kidding me? Hey, you never know. We could podcast from Big Brother Canada. I don't think there we, we can. Wow, we could set something up. It'll just be one of those ones. Pat will have his, his work cut out for him. It'll be on like the live streams. Yeah. It'll just be the three of yeah, us sitting there. Yeah, the live there. streams. Uh, like mornings with Memphis or, or when whatever we go that show whatever Memphis was doing there. Yeah, or we when we go into the diary room, we could uh, we could all do a little segment of the for the podcast, and Pat could uh, clip it and put it together, pretend like we have no idea who each other are, is, and uh, you got to pretend like we don't know each other. Yeah, and then the, well, they're gonna figure that one out quick. No, you just say you're from like totally different place than you really are. I could be from like none of it. <laughs> The people in the house don't know where I'm from. True. Unless right? there's, you got to make sure you're not picking somewhere where someone else is from too. Cause then you'll be like, Oh, do you, well, we're like fucking from the same area. Do you know so-and-so? Yeah. Or do you know this place? And you're like, I don't fucking know that place. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite stomping grounds. I like to grab beers there every time. <laughs> Kev, you got any uh, big brother takeaways? Yeah. It was just a pretty crazy week. So a lot of drama, um, back and forth there with Christmas involved, um, Tyler's conscience is kind of getting the best of him right now. And he's, you know, he's struggling in the game right now without, uh, you know, last time he played, he had his, uh, his wife with him. You know, he's kind of struggling to find himself here. He's playing the same style of game, but he's, you know, I think he's tied down emotionally this time. So he's not, um, able to play the same game. Um, he ended up going to Christmas and trying to throw himself uh, on the block to to save one of Bailey or Davon because he felt guilty about you know blowing up their game because he was he's he's been talking he's in so many alliances he's talking to everybody he's spilling secrets all over the place and so he felt guilty about it that one of them was going home 
so he uh, he tried to put himself up Christmas, decided it wasn't best for her game, so, you know, Nam stayed the same. Uh, Bailey ended up going home. Christmas won the veto in, um, it was actually a historic veto competition. It was the first time that um, it was all women competing in the veto. Uh, Ian was selected to play in the veto, but he was sick, so he couldn't compete. So the five girls that are left in the house were the only competitors in that. Uh, Christmas ended up winning the veto. Nicole, for some reason, decided that she wanted to give 5000 away to Davon so that she could have a punishment. Uh, you know, I... Just stupid. Yeah, take she's planning a wedding. Like, I would take the money, but, you know, whatever, well, you know. She was trying to be nice because Davon was on the block and uh, Nicole was trying to keep the tradition of her having a punishment every year that she's been on the show. Yeah, There's lots of time for punishment. Yeah. Lots of time. For well, hopefully, you know, it bought her some uh, good grace and maybe it'll pay off for her down the road. Um, Davon actually was the vote that won her the half million dollars when she won the season. So maybe... Maybe that played a factor into, uh, you know, paying her back a little bit. So, you, you never know. I, you know, they didn't kind of cover that storyline, but that's one that they kind of had earlier in the season where uh, Nicole was saying that she would pay her back. So, you know, maybe that played into the decision. Just kind of a, you know, it was a weird move, but hopefully it pays off for her. She's trying to paint less of a target on herself and, you know, doing doing things to, you know, socially keep herself in the game. So, uh, we'll see how it uh, how it goes going forward. Um, yeah, not too much else happened last week other than you know a lot of social drama. Um, Sunday's episode we had a new HOH crowned. No, I know they were they crowned on. Oh yeah, Sunday. Yeah, they, they did it Thursday. Thursday they started the comp. It was endurance comp. Yeah, seemed yeah. like everybody wanted to throw it at the end, and then uh, Danny threw it the worst, so she ended up winning HOH. Um, so Danny's had a household this week. Um, Sunday she nominated a couple people. Uh, I'm an episode behind because I've been on the road. Uh, so I don't know what happened last night. Um, well, we 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 keep last night to uh, next week's podcast. Yeah. Because because uh, originally it'd be on like a Wednesday when we're recording. Yeah. Sounds good. Then yeah. I'll catch up for next week. Um, I'll recap go. the standings. I uh, retallied everything today. I did find a couple of errors within our spreadsheet, so I fixed those. Um, Kendra, Johnny Hot, Hot Wheels, and uh, Chantel were all accumulating lesser points because the spreadsheet just wasn't set up properly. Um, so our total after five weeks, uh, we have a two-way tie at the top. We got Johnny Hot Wheels and Jay Zill both tied at 73 points. Uh, yeah, I thought Johnny Hot Wheels picked people from like 2000. Yeah, that's well, 19, well his second 16. his second card, um, his yeah his oh, second okay. card is in first place now. So yeah, player, player B. B. Okay. Um, just want to make sure. In third place, we got uh, Kendra at 70 points, uh, and then Chantel at 69. Nice. And us three in the base. 69. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it's like. Then there's a bit of a gap in the next wave, like producer Pat's at 57, um, Collins 35's at 53, Carly, who's now past all of us, is at 51, and then it is Kudo at 44, Jones at 42, and Hosk at 41. Yes. 
So Ooh. we're sucking up uh, the big one here, guys. So. As long as I beat you yeah. guys, I'm happy. That's yeah, okay. Um, we've all lost one player, so you know it's still it's still anyone's game between the the three of us here. Um, yeah, and that's it for uh, for Big Brother. Should we uh, get into our rare stakes? I think we should. It's about that time. How did you guys do with your rare stakes last week? Well, I forgot to put mine out on Twitter, but I was awful. I was one and three, one and three. Bad, bad record. Yeah, not great. Uh, I was two and two. But I did lose a case of beer, so yeah, you did. Kudo. I was three and one, and the Titans screwed me over because our goddamn kicker can't fucking kick a field goal. We're an extra well, he point. no, no, that's not true. He could kick one field goal. He couldn't kick yeah. three and an extra point. Um, so he was one for five on his kick. So he did get the one. Yeah, but then he's but actually he... no, he got two. He got two. He got an extra point and a field goal. So. You know, Kudo, I don't know how much more you can ask for from the Titans kickers. Fucking brutal. I, I agree. Do not take their kickers, because their kickers are fucking brutal the last two years. But the team's dynamite. You guys suck. All right, Kudo, why don't you give us your rare stakes? All right, so for this week, I got the Rams at a minus one over the Eagles. I got the Packers at a minus six, and they're playing the Lions. Fuck you, Dane, by the way. Uh, Seahawks at a minus four against the Patriots, and I got the Saints at a minus five and a half against the Raiders. That's my rare stakes of the week. You want to go, Jones, or you want me to go? Uh, I'll go. I'm ready. Got them all right in front of me here. So I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills minus five and a half over the Miami Dolphins. I am taking the over 49 in the Packers-Lions game. Aaron Rodgers has something to prove. Uh, I'm going to take the Chicago Bears minus five and a half at the New York Giants. And I'm going to take the over 47 and a half between the Chiefs and Chargers. And those are my rare stakes. All right. And I'm going to join Kudo with Green Bay minus six against the Lions. I got the Panthers plus nine against the Bucks. Wow. I got over 52.5 in the Falcons-Cowboys game. I think there's going to be very minimal defense played in that one. And I've got the Vikings uh, money line over Indy. Not bad. Not bad. Those are my rare stakes. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for our 16th episode. We really appreciate all the support. Please give us a follow on Instagram at Into Sports and Stuff. And follow us on Twitter at Into Sports Stuff. No and in that one. Feel free to send us your personal picks of the week and let us know any topics you want us to talk about on the show. Check out T Public to get your Into Sports and Stuff merch. Link in our Twitter and Instagram bio. And don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. We'll see you next week, and we'll get into sports and stuff. Producer Pat, hit the music. Bye! The is in! Game time!